Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the asylum. Welcome back, everybody. It's nice to uh, finally get together for another podcast. Of course, E3 is behind us. We've got all kinds of things to talk about. We're going to go around the table with some quick introductions. Uh, let's start with you, Adam. Uh, I'm Adam. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get gamer tags with that, too. Uh, I'm variation, gamer tag variation, variation on the forums, variation everywhere else. Does your wife call you variation? Uh, I can't tell you that. All right, good. So, anyways, yeah, this is Brent. This is uh, Gamer Tag Symmetric. Uh, Symmetric on the forums, news junkie, DJ guy, Star Wars freak. Uh, Camshaft, Steven. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, that's that's more than enough, my friend. Uh, and of course, uh, myself. We've got Ken, my gamer tag, Alex one one three eight. All right, of course. Getting into this, we really want to talk about E3. There's a, a lot of games to get caught up on. There's all kinds of things happening with Microsoft, but our focus needs to be E3. Uh, we were lucky by having uh, Camshaft and Symmetric attend E3 this year. Uh, Variation and myself couldn't make it. If, apparently, we don't make the same kind of money these guys do. Oh, God. But, uh, by all means, you, you, everybody listening now knows our gamer tags. You know where to send the money to. So we're going to kick off with Steven. You were there. You were on the floor. Mm-hmm. What not, was not it? Why on the floor? But well, actually, from what I've heard and then saw on YouTube, you were on the floor quite often. But anyway, um, <laughs> what is it that really caught your eye? What made a big impression for you at E3 this year? Uh, it was a PC game, Old Republic. That's what I wanted to see. That I didn't think I was going to see it. When Brent and I went there, we didn't think we were going to see it. And next thing you know, they come out and they go, hey. You know, but if we're talking strictly Xbox, it was a different bag for me. I was there. I didn't expect to see too many things, but I was impressed by a lot of games, which I didn't think I would be. Like Rock Band 3, when the guy whipped out the real guitar and started playing. Uh, You know, I'm not even good at these games. And I was impressed. I was like, Wow. You can take a real instrument and play along with people that don't play real instruments. That's pretty cool, you know. That and uh, I was impressed by a game by Bethesda called The Hunted, or just Hunted, uh, which is a co-op kind of uh, game. It's sort of like you're a warrior and you play with a night elf and you go through a, a story, basically. But that's basically it. So those are the two games that really stood out. Other companies had other games, but we can talk about those later, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Brent, now you, now you were there along with Cam. You were uh, making sure he was on the straight and narrow, keeping him relatively sober. What was your wow moment while you were there? Well, Stephen already touched on one with the Old Republic, so I guess one of my couple big wow moments was Castlevania Lords of Shadow. That game... I've been watching since, you know, pre-production and the initial screenshots and to see 
actually in real life what the game has turned out to become. Kojima's got a hit on his hands with this one. And it just absolutely blew my mind. And it was surprising because Steven, immediately after seeing that, made a beeline straight for the Konami booth to get a private demonstration of the game. Oh, yeah. So I was going to give that yeah. game the, the time of day, basically. And Brett goes, hey, you might want to come check this out. Uh, but essentially, it looked really good. Like, I mean, I was honestly genuinely impressed. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's absolutely amazing. And, and I guess the only other thing I can say would be, besides obviously everything Bethesda showed, was uh, the Connect actual Connect machine itself. I'm not the best dancer in the world. Oh yes, you are. What? <laughs> well, what I amazed won't speak me about was that. how. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but what amazed me is the actual recognition that the device gives you for full body recognition in real time. And after we saw a little hint of the Star Wars game coming out for it, yeah, sold instantly. So I'm just now waiting to throw things around my room and pretend like I'm using the Force. Awesome. So, so, so it's like being in high school again. Uh, now, Adam, again, you and I sat at home watching all of the wonderful coverage that uh, different venues could offer us. You're from the West Coast, so you're used to being a bit of an outsider. What kind of perspective <laughs> did you get from E3? Um, I was, I don't know, I was expecting more of the hardcore kind of games, more uh, first party and stuff like that. And I understand Kinect's a giant thing for them, and it's going to do well and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I'm as hardcore as they get, and there just wasn't anything that I didn't already know was coming out or anything, or certain dates weren't given and stuff like that. Like, there wasn't just a big wow for me. Um, Kinect is cool. I mean, I'm going to buy it. They did their job. I mean, my wife wants one. She, she saw the dancing game, and... And the, the the fit game, and she was sold instantly. So I mean, they did their job, but um, I don't know. Catering towards me, I wasn't as excited this year as other years, aside from like the slim and stuff like that. Now, do you do you actually think maybe that's one of the reasons why they gave attendees a free slim, kind of to to build that excitement that really wasn't evident from the words they were saying? Um. I don't know. I mean, obviously, buttering up the press and stuff like that is going to help with some some outlets and stuff like that. But um, it, it's hard to say. I don't know. Now, Brent, this this was your first E3, is that correct? That would be correct, sir. Now, uh, have you ever been to the Los Angeles Convention Center before? No. All right. So, but I'm sure going in, you did a little bit of research. Just the same. You're walking in there. You're, you're you're getting ready to go in. What was your big unexpected surprise? The thing that really kind of knocked your socks off that you couldn't have imagined. Well, that would have to be besides the the sheer size of the event. Would have to be a 3D Final Fantasy title that I never heard about read any reviews about heard any news about any kind of production work and it was just amazing how the square booth for that was literally just just jammed packed with people just trying to get a glimpse of what squares produced with that 
And granted, it was in a very, very early stage, but it was by far, I think, one of the best adaptations of 3D technology I've seen on a video game, hands down. If, I mean, I know Adam's a big Final Fantasy fan, so immediately I thought of him as far as, you know, going crazy over a, having a 3D Final Fantasy. And so, uh, yeah, it was just, it was one unexpected surprise after another with them. And that 3D Final Fantasy was my biggest unexpected surprise. Never thought in my wildest dreams that I would ever get to see a full 3D Final Fantasy. Steven, your arrest record locally is certainly uh, talks of how you're all hands. What was your favorite thing to get your hands on at E3 this year? Uh, Fable 3. It wasn't on the show floor, per se. It was at the, the Microsoft party, basically, but I actually got to sit down and play it. I mean, I'm ex- I'm not a big Fable guy, but this one just seems to just do little couple subtle things differently, Uh that I can't compare to the games, but just enough to say that's very different, that's cool, and it got me interested in Fable, because I only played a little bit of the second one, and I got bored with it, basically, and that was it, but uh, I got to play that, and everything else that was shown to us was pretty much, here, have a look, don't touch, and I think there's a couple games, like, I'll give you an example, like, we got to see Portal, uh, but we didn't get to touch it, we basically sat in this room and they put on a blu-ray disc and they went here's portal 2 and they talked during the video uh but what was kind of weird is that when brent and i went to 2k to see mafia 2 they let us try it they said here go and they left the room basically and that was it so but then you got rock band that we went to see straight after that it was like oh no we're just showing you and Brent got to try Dance Central, which was a hands-on thing. So it was kind of a mixed thing where you get to touch this or play that, and but not this. You know, so there was a lot of um, back and forth. You know, we didn't get to try Driver or any other games, but I think it was more what we saw. Right. Um, a lot of it, you know, because sometimes there's a lot, a lot of lineups. Sometimes they can get us to the front of the line and things like that. So, you know. But as far as actually actually trying and everything else, uh, basically, you know, was Fable Three for me. Cool. So, cool. Now, Adam, again, uh, we're we're having all kinds of fun talking about E3, but uh, I know I don't know about you. I waited uh, really to the last minute before deciding that I definitely wasn't going. Um, I'm, I, I know that through the forums, you were certainly hoping to go at one point. What was probably your biggest regret in not going to E3 this year? You mean other than getting a, a free slim? Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> By the way, Camp, I'm hoping that thing makes the rounds. <laughs> that thing hasn't showed I'll, up yet, though. So. I would have definitely liked to get my hands on the Kinect stuff, uh, just because it's so so different, right? So. Remember, you're not supposed to put your hands on it. Hands, you know what right? I mean. Um, no, just going and seeing all the stuff hands on. Uh, I mean that can't watch as many videos as you want but until you actually try it out i mean it doesn't say anything right so that's exactly it that's right now you're definitely going next year adam 
That is the plan as of now, yes. Uh, you know what? You you are my favorite Vancouverite at this moment. Well said. Stephen, what was your what was your uh, what was your overall feeling regarding the Xbox at E3 in previous years? You know, the Xbox is is blown away to incredible proportions and I, I really felt they were stretching by throwing in the whole Cirque du Soleil event, everything else. What was your feeling on the floor at the event this year? Well, the week started off on what the Sunday night we did the Six to Soleil thing, and this is when they had this connect thing. You should have seen it. I don't know if they broadcasted any of that stuff online, but it was they did very. On MTV. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, yeah. basically, Brent was sitting at the other end of the row. We couldn't sit beside. I would have liked to hear his feedback, but it was very obscure and very artsy where you didn't really know what was going on and they were definitely pushing the Kinect uh, name and a lot of people went, what kind of name is Kinect? They didn't like it. It was not Natal and all this other stuff. And they were, The big push from Microsoft was obviously the Kinect thing. There wasn't a lot to try on the show floor, which kind of disappointed me a little bit, but I was glad to see that they were putting all their, not all their eggs in that one basket, but they were giving it the old Microsoft push of backing it with financially and advertising and the, the, the actual developers jumping on board. And if you ask Brent, the only thing that we went, oh, wow, we want to get Connect was when they showed that Star Wars game. It, yes. It's unnamed at this point. It's completely nameless. And essentially, that's when everybody started cheering. But other than that, uh, petting uh, tigers and dinosaurs, <laughs> people weren't really excited for that much. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it was, well, that's <clears throat> the audience that they're shooting for. wasn't Isn't the audience at E3? That's right. The people that went, "Oh wow," is when Star Wars came, and everybody cheered, and the roof basically blasted off when they showed the Star Wars game. Before that, it was like people were just going, ho-hum, this is cool. And they were still, I think, trying to figure out this stuff, this LA thing that was happening in front of them, because they were doing this really weird stuff in the front there. Who knows what the hell was going on? So, <laughs> so it was really strange, and I don't know. I, I was sitting there and just trying to figure it out, but it's when they actually started showing the games, and when people went, wow, oh, this is pretty cool. And then you know, don't get me wrong, I think Connectimals will do well. I think my kids will love it. My kids will eat up the Dance Central thing. You know, all the different things that the Connect system will do, I think, is really cool. I think the big push, again, was for Connect. And my impression, it'll do well. I just don't know how well and how long. That's, right. that's my question. Yeah, absolutely. I know I was hoping to really uh, see some new and exciting things from uh, the Connect and, and, and kind of really get amped up for it. Uh, but I mean, not even showcasing the whole Milo interaction. Yeah, was, that was kind of disappointing. No, absolutely. Adam, did did anything catch you by surprise with E3 this year? Absolutely. Um, watching an hour of Connect and then not seeing any price, and then I don't know why they didn't show off. I mean, Fable Three is going to use it, and they don't even mention it. Wow. Yeah, it's true, eh? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why they didn't even mention that to try and sell it to the hardcore. So I don't know. That was kind of the big surprise for me watching that for an hour and just. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna buy one regardless. But your average person 
I don't think will because they didn't even say, you know, Fable's not going to use it or, or Fable's going to use it or other stuff like that. They just, they really focused on the mini games, if for lack Everything of had a Nintendo overtone, wouldn't you agree, Brent? When we oh, were yeah. There? Had a very family, very simple, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, very like family friendly. Fisher Price type of vibe, you know what I mean? That's what it gave me, the whole Microsoft thing. It was really weird. It was no. very simple. Everything was. It, it didn't really showcase. Like, if you went to the Microsoft booth, they didn't have, like, Gears of War section. It was all connect all the way around. Uh, Gears of War 3 was just sort of there uh, in a minuscule kind of way, in a sense, which is mm-hmm. kind of. If you looked at it from a percentage thing, it wasn't very, you know. Uh, well, yeah, from great, you know. yeah, coming from Microsoft themselves, like yeah, it was it was like you said a lot more Nintendo-y, a lot more Wii on steroids kind of feel. But what really kind of surprised me about that was that a lot of the developers, other than Microsoft, went ahead and showcased titles like Child of Eden. That game is coming out for Kinect, done by Ubisoft and everything. Uh, it's done by the creator who did Res. And it looks and sounds absolutely amazing. So the applications for Kinect, especially with Kinect's head tracking, you can definitely tie that into first-person shooter games. You can tie that into a lot of other hardcore applications to reach a broader market. But I agree with that. At the very beginning, it was more like, sweet, we're all on a family vacation. All of us now sitting here are family. Like, whoopee. All over the interwebs, it's it's been talking about the the different overtones of the Xbox um, this year, and again, getting back to that whole family orientation. Now, Brent, uh, moving forward, moving into the future, especially over the next year, because uh, I'm sure Microsoft's got to be putting in some new vision beyond the Kinect at this point. What's your vision or your impression of the Xbox moving forward? Uh, Moving forward, Microsoft definitely, I think, has a leg up on the competition. People already know what to expect from Nintendo, and the big things that were really going toe-to-toe this year were Microsoft Kinect versus Sony Move and the Nintendo 3DS. However, though, the actual technology award-winning you know device, I'd have to give it to easily Kinect. Because I've read reviews about the 3DS. I mean, Steven was even with me, and People were saying how the 3DS, you know, needs some fine polishing. But Microsoft, though, as far as the Xbox concerned, is definitely pressing forward in the right direction. They're getting the titles that all of the hardcore gamers want: Castlevania, Crisis, all of that stuff. And they're allowing developers free reign with their new software. So that I think is where a lot of these third-party companies are going to sit there and look at it and say, "Wow." we can really reach another new market by using this technology. So I definitely think Microsoft, from a business standpoint, has definitely got a solid platform on their hands. And hopefully this will last for another few years when, you know, until the next Xbox comes out. You know, maybe. Who knows? But, yeah, they definitely have a solid future on their hands. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like they've definitely got their their heads moving forward, that's for sure. Now, uh, we could talk, of course, forever about E3, and, and certainly anybody listening to this should be checking out the forums at xboxaddict.com. We've got a lot of different discussions going on. Stephen and Brent have been gracious enough to get some photos up there. 
Adam, I want to get a, a few of your final thoughts regarding uh, this year's E3 as well as what Xbox is planning to do in the next year or so. Um, well, final thoughts for E3 stuff. I hope going forward that <clears throat> they once Connect is out and people are starting to adopt it and know what it is, I hope they start showing more integration into the hardcore games. I don't mean like you know, playing Halo with your fingers shooting at the screen, but I mean like, you know, you're playing NHL 12, if you have Connect, then maybe you can do a first-person goalie view, or just stuff like that, right? As of going forward, uh, I'm curious to see what they're going to do to add more to the to the software and the more features and stuff. The only downfall with that is, I mean, us in Canada, we never get half the features anyways, so... Well kind said. Of a point. Aww... <laughs> hey, go, the day we actually get Netflix, I'll be happy. But until that day, it doesn't mean anything to us. Not gonna happen. I know <laughs> that's right. Brent, how's about you? Uh, some of your final thoughts. Final thoughts. I mean, were just absolutely amazing. But one of the things that I liked most was that it left a lot of questions to be answered for next year. A lot of questions. For example, the whole Star Wars Connect thing. That may be something that Lucas starts decides to show at their booth and everything next year at E3 when more production work's been done on it. So, yeah, the final thoughts are just a whole bunch of questions that I can't wait to see get answered next year for different games and titles. That moves in so well to this. Steven, everybody wants to know, and again, it's all over the forums, what's going on with the Xbox Addict and E3 for next year? What are the I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get everybody there, damn it. He's flying everyone on his I'm dime. Nice. Oh. Well said, well said. <laughs> get the credit card out. Everybody, free trip. Yeah, right. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> I leave it in. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to do is organize uh, a larger presence and a stronger presence over there to just let people know that we're here to stay and we're not going anywhere and... And like Brent said, and like Adam said, there's some cool stuff coming around the corner for next year, and I'm hoping everybody gets experience E3. Because if you've never been to E3, experience at least once in your life, because I think Brent went there with a little excitement, but he, when he actually got uh-huh. there, he probably went, oh my goodness, this is awesome. And once he actually you know, got into seeing everything and all the surprises... Like, one of the surprises is seeing Sam Witwer there, Starkiller. It was totally unexpected, but it was one of those cool, unexpected things that just made the whole experience really cool, is that, you know, all these different things, and, you know, I can't wait to see that Connect Star Wars game like everybody else. Uh, I'm hoping that people will love the new Connect thing, but I can't really predict because it's a very new thing, and it, I think it's a gamble, to be honest with you. The connect thing. It's a whole gamble. It's a, you know. So we'll see how it plays out till next year. But as far as Xbox Addict for next year, I'm hoping that uh, most of the crew can be there and uh, have better, bigger coverage than we've had this year, you know. Excellent. Excellent. Now, just a real quick yay or nay. Who's planning on getting the connect? Adam? Absolutely. I have to because the wife saw the dancing game and that was it. <laughs> well said, Brent. Definitely, without question. Star Wars and Connect, yeah, I'm sold. Steven? I've got kids and a wife, man. Answered right there by itself. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm pretty sure everybody is using that same perspective. It's one of these new things. 
And with that, of course, the more support it has from the buyers, the more support it's going to get from the It's all about the software, right? So you can have the most kick-butt console, but if there's no software for it or good games or whatever, it's going to fail. So, you know, basically the Kinect system is a piece of hardware, but if the games that all come out for it are terrible, that thing's not going to fly. It's going to take the gamers to purchase it. Well, that's exactly it. Like this Dance Central, as an example, which I believe uh, between that and Connectimals, or my children are going to play those two games the most. Right. And it better be good because they're not going to play it anymore, and it's going to collect dust, and it's going to be, what, $150, they said? That's that's the rumor at this point. $150 doorstop. Not very cool. (laughs) (laughs) With that being said, gentlemen, thank you very much. Now I want everybody listening... To make sure pay attention, we're going to try to get these podcasts out a little more regularly. Uh, Camshaft is working diligently to create a, an incredibly unique and exciting name instead of just the Xbox Addict podcast. And as soon as, yeah, he, gets that, on that. <laughs> as soon as he gets that together, we'll have it out to you. Uh, on behalf of myself, everybody here, uh, thank you, and we'll see you again soon.